Howdy. Welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. I am going to discuss a horror movie this week. Excited to talk about thoughts on a movie from 10 years ago. More of an indie type horror movie. It had some ups and downs. I had some positive and negative views on it. Let's begin this review for this movie. The movie is titled Deliver Us From Evil from 2014, directed by Scott Dickerson. And the movie is basically about a cop named Ralph Sarchi. He's an NYPD officer, New York City. He has a partner named Butler played by Joe McHale. And while on the street, they start to experience creepy events while on the beat. For example, there's crazy people, animals acting crazy, people who they get... And when I say crazy, I mean more than crazy, not just like some nut, but like possessed crazy. Like, they're foaming at the mouth, screaming, um, can't control themselves, like, flailing their arms up and down, acting psychopathic. For example, one of the interesting events that takes place early in the movie is that they get called to the zoo because some lady's acting insane at the zoo once it's closed. It's like midnight. Somebody's acting insane, so they go to the zoo, Bronx Zoo. And while there, the lions are acting weird, and there's this weird man, along with the lady, who's that, like a weirdo, but like possessed weirdo, like demonic weirdo, not just like regular weirdo. And basically how the movie and Scott Dickerson, the director, tries to use it is he tries to focus on the cops supernatural um this catholic priest and like faith he tries to interweave all four areas into one and the movie had some successes but it also had a number of glaring plot holes in the movie and for example one of the plot devices in that's used in the movie They never explained it as far as I could tell, unless I missed it. But they never explained it, but they kept using it like nonstop. I don't know if the director just was obsessed with this plot device, but he used it too much. It didn't make sense, like didn't explain it either. There was a number of things in the movie that they introduced but then, like, either the writer or the director forgot about it or the writer didn't know how to continue it, so they said, let's forget it. And then they moved on, but still had that plot open, but they couldn't close it because they didn't know how to fix it, how to work on it. And basically, the main plot, the main scheme behind the movie is there were these four soldiers in Iraq and 10 years prior, I believe, sometime prior, they were in Iraq and they entered this tomb with millions of dead bodies in it. 
And when it got there, there's this Latin writing on like a tombstone. And when they touched the tombstone, started like this demonic Beelzebub creature rose out of the grave. And then he like possessed the four soldiers and they were like, we're evil now. And there he's Satan's in us. So of course you can guess they're possessed. They're demonic creatures now. But they fake it and go home. They're just normal people, you'd think. But then later, years later, I don't know why they wait years later. Like, they go from Iraq to go home. But then, as far as I could tell, this is like a years later movie. As far as I could tell, they were totally fine for a number of years in their demonic forms. But then, once this occurs in this part of the movie, suddenly, all four of the men, the soldiers, are all like, evil, pure evil, and they're full of sin and monstrous feelings and demonic actions. Like, suicidal, crazy, dangerous, demonic, the classic tropes. And the the main man, the Sarchi, the MYPD detective, has to deal with these crazy people and try to stop them because they're hurting people killing people but the thing that's kind of dumb though is that they try to up the ante like show like he needs to get these demons like um unpossessed because they're killing people doing all this crime and murder and gore and blood but to be honest they didn't really I don't think they really did that much like these demons there's only like two of them really because some of them died but they didn't really do that much because they killed people, but the main people who were killed were involved with these soldiers, like their their family members, or and they they killed like in that regard. But they weren't killing millions, they weren't killing thousands, they weren't killing innocent civilians outside of the family. Mainly, just affecting the families of the people who got possessed, which that's awful. But from to say that like he needed to stop before they destroyed the world was a little bit over the top because I didn't notice that. And that's mainly the plot. Then he has to deal with them. He meets this man who's a eccentric, exotic, unique priest named Mendoza. He's a Spanish priest at a parish in New York City. I'm not sure if he's an exorcist or if he's just like a priest who's good with the supernatural, with demons. But basically he's like a priest who likes to drink, likes to do different stuff. He's not like a regular priest. He's more like off the radar like type of priest. He's like, let's hunt down these demons, baby. So then he helps this Ralph Sarchi, the detective. They start investigating together, trying to find out what's going on. Of course, the main guy at first says he's lying, the priest, he doesn't believe anything, he's all crap. But then later, once he witnesses these demons, he believes it, and the detective joins with the priest, and they start trying to stop the demons before it's too late, and of course they do. You know this how, how this kind of movie goes. They do save the day. But things I didn't like about it it was kind of formulaic you kind of saw what was happening you knew they were going to team up the detective and the priest you knew that 
these Marines have been possessed by demons in the beginning of the movie because they showed it like five minutes in that they have been possessed by these evil Iraqi demons or whatever. And you knew that there was going to be an outcome where the, has to, the priest has to exercise the demons before they take over other bodies or kill other people. And you knew that the detective had to help figure it out as well before they, he got destroyed. Things that were dumb was that the detective, as far as I know, as far as they explained, he's just a normal man. He's like a normal NYPD sergeant. But the priest is like, I can sense that you have power. He's like, you have power of the supernatural. You can sense demons. And uh, you're like, why? Or how? Like, how, how can he sense demons or spirits? The priest is like, you can hear them, can't you? You can hear the, the demon noises. You can hear the spirits. You can see their aura. And he's like, I can. I'm like, how? They don't explain that. They don't explain how he's able to see these writings and these sounds. And like, for example, be on t- watching TV or looking at a um, screen at work. And he's like, oh, the, the noises, the screaming. And they're like, there's nothing on TV, man. What are you talking about? Like someone say, what, what screaming? Or he's like, can't hear the, the woman screaming or like there's no, no music on or no noise so like he's able to see the supernatural because like he has some radar he calls it like that means he knows something's happening but he uses it to like sense the spirits and the demons somehow they don't explain why it's, he can um another part was stupid I got tired of it was that the director must be the biggest fan of the band The Doors of all time. Like, obsessed. I don't know why. But, like, every single Doors classic hit in the movie was, like, played nonstop in the movie, had a big part of the movie. They're like, The Doors, the music, the lyrics, the songs. I'm like, this song had a big part of the demons. I'm like, why? Why does the songs have anything to do with the movie? Like, break onto the other side and... People are strange and big Doors hits, like Jim Morrison hits. They just kept playing them again and again and again and again. Like, the only music in the movie is like The Doors, which I like The Doors is fine, they're a good band. But I, they never explained why that had anything to do with the movie. You could say that he just loved The Doors, so he wanted it to be the soundtrack for the movie, which would be understandable, I guess. But they tried to bridge the, the band, the doors, with the demons and the Beelzebub. That part was, didn't make any sense. Like, the detective be like, the lyrics are showing the demon's power. I'm like, why? What's that to do with anything? Um, as you can tell, since he had this demon radar and power, the demons need to take him out to have to kill his family and kill his friends and he has to stop them because he has this power. So I don't know, it was a weird movie. Like parts of it were interesting, but I don't understand how he had this power. They never explained that. They didn't really explain how this who this priest was, like 
was he an exorcist or why the team up or why was he like all powerful they didn't explain that and it was too fast in terms of the exorcist part because in normal movies in normal lore when they have the exorcist it's a process they have to do investigating they have to say is this really a demon possession there's a lot of facts data recovering interviews but in this one the priest is like they're all possessed hell yeah like he just doesn't even really question that they're all possessed great in this one's a little bit different because in the other ones the demons usually it's like a house or a family they call like the son's possessed they have to go investigate this one the people who are possessed are like on the street screaming and committing crimes so he needs to like get an action fast but I don't know I would probably say second rate I didn't hate it either like neutral opinion like the middle or second rate probably second rate just cause the Doors music made no sense the plot was pretty formulaic they had jump scares they tried to use in dream sequences which all these horror movies do some of the jump scares worked because I didn't see them coming. Like they had a lion who scared him from behind, or like a cat on the floor who scared him from behind, or a cat that like jumped out of a window onto him. Because he hated cats. That was one of the plot devices. He's like, I hate cats. So already he went down by estimations because I love cats. So he already went down, but um I don't know. The acting was fine. The actor who played the priest, Ego Ramirez, was fine. I don't know if it was, he played a priest that well. Like, he played a guy who loved, like, like to hunt demons and, like, all, all black leather and, like, had guns and stuff. He played that pretty cool. But he didn't really come across to me as a priest. Like, if they utilized him better or, like, created the character better. But they didn't explain his backstory either. Just he's, like... I'm a badass priest who hunts demons, baby. They didn't explain really, like, his backstory, how he got into this field. Besides that, he used to take drugs, and then he stopped. Like, that was really it. Like, he took drugs, and then he became a priest. They didn't really explain, like, how he got to this part of the lore. Like, um, not as a parish priest, but, like, a demon hunter priest. So, overall, like, eh. Probably won't watch it again. Probably will forget about it. I didn't hate it. Like, if you said I need to watch a horror movie right now that's more of an independent type, lower budget horror movie, sure, Deliver Us from Evil fits that mold. And the acting of Eric Bana and Edgar Ramirez was fine. The, the main two stars did a decent job. Eric Bana always plays cops pretty fine. And he's believable as a NYPD officer in this one. He wasn't believable as a man who had, like, psychic powers and, like, spiritual powers. He was not believable. So that part, he failed. Just the cop part, he succeeded. And then Edgar Ramirez is, like, some man off the radar, out of the veil, like, a priest with who loved guns. Like, he could play that. But as a regular parish priest or an exorcist priest, he did not play that that great. So they had issues. And the writing wasn't that good either. 
Oh, another thing was that they said it's based on a true story, but I can't tell if that's true. They claim it was inspired by actual real events, but I can't find any evidence that's true. So it might have just been a marketing ploy, or if it really did happen, I'm unsure. So overall, eh, second rate. So thank you for listening to this review of Dilverse from Evil. Have you seen it? And if you want to see it, good on you. If not, then that's understandable. Have a good rest of your week. See you next time.